Listen up, buttercups. I'm back. I'm really glad you guys are enjoying the show as much as I'm enjoying making it. This is a labor of love and the support and the love and the feedback that I've gotten has been so amazing and I'm just grateful to you guys. So let's get into it. First, let me start by saying that um, today's episode sponsor in the background is a little shit's creek because I'm not really feeling myself today and David and Alexis just have a way of picking me up, you know? Um, nothing major happens. It's just one of those days. It's gloomy in Jersey. It's not like a fun day because I don't have anything planned. Anywho, so let's talk about last episode. So the last episode, you know, I did. I, I've heard your cries, folks. I've heard your cries. Um, we're working out the kinks over on this side. I did hear my Apple Watch go off in the last episode as I was recording I didn't stop recording because I was on a roll, on a tangent, if you will, as I usually go on. But the Apple Watch is away. It is not on my persona right now, so we won't hear that go away. The other thing is my cursing. I know I said that I curse a lot. I'm going to try to tone it down because there was a lot of cursing. This show is not for children. I'm not here to mentor anybody's children, but I do have to like curve my cursing a little bit. It's a little bit much, I'm aware. And third, another little complaint that nobody gave me (laughs) because nobody really has, you guys have been so freaking sweet, is that I talk too fast. I mean, I'm aware and this is me like just being hard on myself, I guess. Me talking really fast bothers me now. It's been one episode, like, bothers me now. No, just, like, it's just so frustrating that I don't enunciate. So, in my head, you guys aren't understanding what I'm saying. So, I'm going to try my best. I'm probably not going to be good at it, but whatever. All right, now that Shits Creek's officially started, let's get into it. So what am I obsessed with? Well, not much. No, just kidding. My friend told me about this show on Netflix called Sex and Life or Sex Slash Life on Netflix. So she told me about it and she warned me, do not watch while your child is awake. What she didn't tell me was don't watch while he's in like the state because this is aggressivo. Um, I am so obsessed with the show. After she told me about it, I heard a couple girls at work. And when I say a couple, I mean every single girl at my job was talking about the show. And it's like, you know, when you are thinking about something and then you get an ad for it on Instagram. That's what I felt was happening at work. My friend Janita told me about this show. I'm like, okay, definitely going to watch when Aaron goes to bed on my days off. Can't wait to binge see what all the hype is about. Then I get to work and everybody at the nurse's station is talking about sex slash life. Now, I don't know if we're just a couple of old horny ladies, but there were some young girls in the mix too, in their 20s. Um, I'm only on episode four, okay? And I am sucked in. This show is like, don't nobody ruin it for me because that sucks. 
But this show is so relatable. I feel like every woman can relate to Billy. Now, I'm not married. And Billy, the protagonist so far in the show, she is married. I'm not married, but I can relate to this lady so much. Another thing is, this is like 50 shades of gray on crack, ladies. Like, this is, you need to see this show. Um, so I'm watching the show, like, soft porn is on my TV, right? So I'm downstairs in the living room. Aaron's asleep. Um, so I'm watching my soft porn, and I'm a little nervous because I, I keep putting the volume down. You know when you're watching something inappropriate and there are other people in the house? You keep, like, ooh, the volume. So now I'm at, like, 10 volume, and I hear from upstairs... I swear I could hear Aaron take the covers off himself. And he yells, are you seriously watching porn while I'm sleeping upstairs? You're sick. I panic. And this is not the first time that I've been caught watching something crazy. Never really porn. But Bridget Bridgerton was um, another one I got caught. But this is aggressive. So... I pause the TV and of course I yell, no, I'm not watching porn. Are you crazy? Then he like yells again, like, I'm trying to sleep. You got to be kidding me. I pause the TV. I go upstairs to shower as one needs to do when watching sex life. Two minutes into my shampoo, there's a banging on the door. Now I'm thinking uh, I'm in full blown panic. Like he's asleep. What the hell's going on? Like, Who's at the door? What's happening? And I'm like, yes. N- meanwhile, I don't like run out to protect my child. I stand in the shower like a coward. I'm like, yes. And it's Aaron. And he goes, so you are watching porn? And I'm like, no, I wasn't. And get off the TV. Weren't you sleeping? And he goes, It's literally called sex life. I see it on pause. You're watching porn. You could at least wait for me to go to football. And I literally wanted to shrivel up and die. Um, But we did as we usually do. We like swept it on the rug and pretend it didn't happen. That's how we get down up in this house. Um, Anyway, that's my obsession right now. It is that of sex life so enjoy it watch it enjoy it um and hit me back up tell me how you do or don't relate to billy um all right let's get to our actual story for today all right so i posted on instagram asking you guys to tell me about your worst first dates guys you guys are nuts You have been on crazy ass dates. Now, obviously I asked this because, you know, I fucked it up so you don't have to. Um, But you guys, you guys have, I have read stories on my Instagram, you know, that like people going out with married folks that they didn't know about, been there, done that. Um, Gay people um, coming out (laughs) on a first date. Like that's insane. That's insane. Um, you guys are all crazy. You're all crazy and I appreciate and love you. So I'm going to tell you my story first and then 
the one that I picked as my favorite um, worst date story because it definitely tops mine. Just when I think I'm crazy, I find someone crazier to let me share their life. All right, so let's start with mine. I, so somebody I knew or somebody really close to me, a friend, let's say, was dating this guy. And this guy had a friend. You know, like when you're dating a guy, guys, like, do you guys do this? My friend is dating this guy. And naturally, we all stalk his Instagram and stalk the people who are tagged on his Instagram and stalk who he's tagged and who tagged him. So in my stalking phase, I bump into this guy on this page and I'm like, he is so cute. Dropped out of gorgeous. Like, oh my God, I want to meet him. I want to talk to him. Had a killer job in the music industry. So obviously I was like goo goo gaga over him. Uh, never got to meet him, you know, just stalking his page. Like he's so cute. So we go to another friend's birthday party. Now this is like back in the day, my friend, it was a 21st birthday party. That's how long ago this was. So we go to my friend's birthday party and lo and behold, who is there is my little crush guy. Let's call him the crush guy. So my little crush guy that's never met me, doesn't know what I look like, doesn't know anything about me, but I know like who he is, where he was born, what his parents do, who he lives with. I know what he had for dinner last night. You feel me? Like I know everything. I know his allergies. I know his shoe size. I know his favorite socks. Like I know everything about this guy. This guy doesn't know I exist. That's how deep our connection or lack thereof was. So it's like I felt him coming into the club. Like I'm like, oh, ding, he's here. First of all, there's no way for me to know that because this guy wasn't invited. He was at his own party separate from the 21st birthday party I was there to attend. But I knew he was there. So naturally, me, my sister, my friends, we prepared me to do the strut, ladies. You know what this is, the strut. You see the guy, you make contact, you make eye contact with the guy, then you don't walk by him, you go with your friends, you pinch your cheeks, make yourself all pretty, and then you prepare to walk right in front of him. Now, fellas, this is a test that we do, okay? We, well, used to do. We will walk right in front of you, and if you don't say something or follow us, it's done. We are not speaking to you. It's not happening. You didn't, you failed. You have failed. So I am nervous as hell. As you heard in my last podcast, I don't deal well with rejection. So I walk past Crush Guy and did the whole bait and got him. So he makes his comment. I don't even remember what he said. Makes his comment. We're talking. We're dancing for the rest of the night. We change numbers. At some point, he said something to me. Um you know how to move in a room full of vultures. Now, I didn't know what this was. I'm like, is he calling me a vulture? Like, ew, I thought I looked cute. So I go with my friends and my sister. I'm like, what does this mean? Dissect this. Because that's another thing that we do. Like, you tell us a sentence and it goes, we run it through the mill of group chats. And until we find a group chat that gives us the answer we're looking for, which is he thinks you're gorgeous. He thinks you're dropped at gorgeous, pretty. He can't wait to marry you. 
we put it through another group chat. We do it through our family group chat. We'll do it through our friends group chat. Then we'll put it through our coworker group chat. It will go through a million group chats. So be prepared that your text message, we're taking screenshots. We're voice recording. We're doing all of that. This is how a single psychopath thinks. If you want to know if the girl you like is a psychopath, just hit me up. Tons of experience, tons of experience in that area. Anywho, I digress as I usually do, but you're used to it by now. So this guy, we agreed to go on a date. So I drag my friend. I live in Jersey. He lives in New York City. Not a far drive, 15 minutes. So he asked me on a date and I dragged my friend who wasn't at the club and didn't see me act the fool with me on the date. Because like I said, not only do we run it through a few group chats, now I'm bringing my friend who didn't see him, who doesn't know that I stalk him. I'm bringing her on this date. I want her opinion. I want everybody's opinion. So I bring her on this date. So what do we do on this date? We do a little shopping in Soho, my favorite neighborhood in New York. And then we decide, let's bring this uptown. Let's bring this to Dykeman and go have dinner. So he says to me, I think I'm going to go take a quick shower and change before dinner. I'm like, well, that's unfair. Like, I can't go home and shower, but whatever. Gives me and my friend time to dissect every single little thing that he said while we were shopping. Like, I am talking about, did you get his, did you see his shoes? Did you see his socks? Did you catch that comment about his mom? Did you see everything from the keychain to the belt to everything? We are dissecting it over appetizers. He comes back down and my friend sees that I'm into this guy and she's like, I'm going to disappear for a little bit. I'll be back during dessert so you guys can have your time. She disappears and texts me like, if you want, I can go home and come back. I tell the guy like, you know, you know, she's going to leave and I'll just catch a ride later home. I'm giving him the hint that I'm all in. Well, he took that hint. He says to me, he says, okay, so after dinner, do you want to like come back to my place? So I'm like, um, okay. He's like, yeah, um, my wife is upstairs, but she's totally cool with it. She knows all about this. I said, wait, what? And he looks at me like I'm crazy. He looks at me and tells me what's the problem. I said, wait, you're married. He's like, yeah, you didn't know that. Now, how am I supposed, I've been stalking you for about two years, sir. Nowhere on social media did it come up that you have a wife so i'm like do you have children and he's like no i'm like okay but like you have a why are you on a date if you have a wife and he's like she knows that i'm on a date and she's waiting for us she's waiting for us immediately pull up my phone and text my friend turn around 911 sos come back i'm unwell she comes back And she sits at the table as if nothing happened. She tried to play it off real cool. He caught on to that. And he said to me and her, also, you called your friend. You were scared. You needed an escape. I said, well, yeah, I need an escape, bro. I should have looked at the fire exits before I sat down for this dinner. Like, what the actual fuck, sir? What the actual fuck do you mean? Your wife is upstairs and she is waiting for us. And my friend's like, wait, his what? I said, yeah. And he looks at my friend like, isn't she tripping? And my friend, we're both looking at him like, is he for real? I'm like, well, thank you for dinner. We're going to go. And he laughs. And he's like, wow, you're really not going to come upstairs? And I'm like, 
no and maybe you should you should go back upstairs to your wife and leave me the f alone what like has it like does this happen is this a thing i didn't know i didn't know but yeah that was my worst first date story um incredible the things that men will say it's incredible now on to the big story of today <laughs> my poor friends have been through hell so i got a story in my instagram dms which i heard before but completely forgot about and i'm pretty close to this story so this girl again another crush she's been crushing on um it's like her longtime crush sends her a message on Facebook Messenger. Don't you just love social media? It's like the demise of security, like security and <laughs> normalcy. So he hits her up on social media and sends her a Facebook Messenger and asks her on a date. Just so happens that this day that she had a date, she had plans to go to a birthday party. It's always a birthday party and a crush, now that I think about it. Like, hmm. So she tells this guy, invites this guy to this birthday party. And the guy's like, no, maybe we can meet for coffee. So she gets all dolled up for the birthday party with, you know, she had the all intentions of leaving to meet up with this guy. So this guy texts her, you know, once he's close. And he's like, well, we can go for coffee. She leaves said birthday party to meet this guy for coffee. So she gives him the address. He picks her up at the birthday party. She leaves her friends. She leaves her family. She tells me this guy has a killer like BMW car. So she's impressed. She's like, crush hit me up. Check. Killer car. Check. Wants to be privately for coffee. Something intimate. Check. He is so far so good. Am I, am I right? So they go to Starbucks. And they're talking. She like butterflies in her stomach because it's her crush, whatever. So she goes to the bathroom to freshen up, right? Because it's like her crush. She goes to freshen up in the bathroom. She's telling me she's like pinching her cheeks, looking at herself in the mirror, you know, getting cute, reapplying the lipstick. She comes out of the bathroom and he has set up a laptop at the table they were sitting at. And she's like, um, wait, what the hell is actually going on? She sees the laptop and slowly starts walking her way to the table she sits down at the table and he has an entire powerpoint presentation ready for her he was trying to reel her in to his pyramid scheme this was not a date this was a business meeting and she didn't know and he never told her that this is what he was going to do so she sits down and she lets him go through his entire presentation because now she needs a ride back to her party. But the part that killed me is I asked her, like, wait, he had like a PowerPoint, like, ready? And she's like, no, he had it queued up. It was ready to go. And he had a clicker. It's two people at Starbucks, sir. Why do you have a clicker? Why do you have a laptop? Out of your messenger bag? You have got to be kidding me. So he was one of those, like, um, it was the you should be here scheme. The the hotel pyramid schemes that, you you know, you go on vacation, you go to a resort, and they try to get you to buy a timeshare. 
This guy took her out of a birthday party and took her to Starbucks and showed her a presentation. What the actual fuck, gentlemen? What the actual fuck? Then he goes to her. So you're not interested? Any questions? And she's like, yeah, can you bring me back to my friends and family? And he asked her, wait, you're not interested? Me and my wife do this and my kids. And I'm like, wait, his wife and children? He's literally trying to feed his family and is lying to girls. Well, I don't know if he was lying because he never told her. It was a date. I guess he told her, like, let's meet up for coffee. But why are we dating people under false pretenses? Like, just be honest from jump. I might not be the girl who wants to hook up with you and your wife or the girl who wants to be down with a pyramid scheme with you and your wife. That might not be for me, but it is for somebody. Somebody will love it. Just be honest and the right people will come to you. So if I can leave you guys with anything this episode is, um, you know, don't date your crushes because you're just going to be up for disappointment. You're just going to have to meet their wives and join their Ponzi schemes. All right, guys, over and out.